0: Good morning and welcome to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. On May 16th, the voters of the city of Dubois sent a loud and clear message that they wanted change in the way things are going down in City Hall. So this morning, I thought I would sit down with the candidates who won that write-in campaign, and we'll do that when we return. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by Community County Services for local, family-based mental health. Hi folks, are you having problems with your child at home? Is their behavior a problem? Are you at your wits end? If so, call us for more information. Community County Services, we provide family-based mental health. Call for information at 371-8066. We work to help you keep your family together in a healthy way. Community County Services, 371-8066. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. This is your host, Michael Clement. I'm sitting down this morning with the candidates who uh, ran a write-in campaign and were victorious in the May 16th uh, elections for City Council of Dubois. Unfortunately, one candidate can't be with us. That's Elliot Gelfand. Well, we know he's out of town, but the way these get scheduled, that happens. But I am going to sit down and ask some questions to Pat Reesinger, who ran for mayor, and Jennifer Jackson, who ran for city council. All three candidates were victorious, but I want to thank you both for making time to come in to contact. So thank you both for being here.
1: Thank you.
2: Thanks.
0: Pat, we'll start with you. Um, I think we'll just start first with the impressive numbers that were uh, that came back in the returns. This election won't be certified until, I believe, June 5th, but uh, the county has released the numbers. It seemed rather overwhelming that the right in candidates won. Typically, right in candidates do not win, but I think that's what makes this so impressive on one hand. What do you think about the results?
2: Oh, I was astounded. A uh, lot more votes than I, I thought we would receive. I, I think it just shows that the citizens and taxpayers of Du Bois really don't like what has been, gone, has been done in the past, and they're really looking for a change, and they see that in us.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. It seems that, sir, you, uh, as the candidate for mayor, now you have won both the Republican and Democrat nomination, so you will appear on the ballot by yourself. Certainly somebody else could uh, run a write-in campaign against you, but it's unlikely. But at the same time, uh, you received 730 write-in votes, uh, defeating Mayor Walsh, who had 198 votes. You also received four hundred 408 write-in votes for mayor on the Democratic ballot. Uh, Jennifer Jackson, I think, led uh, on her side. She received 722 write-in votes, uh, followed by 601 uh, for Elliott. Uh, Shannon Gabriel only had 354. It's pretty clear they spoke loud and clear that they want this change that you're talking about. Uh, Jennifer, if we can get your thoughts. um, Were you surprised, and what do you think this says to the city?
1: Um, honestly, I don't think I was surprised. Um, we truly had a lot of great feedback right from the get-go. Um, people came to the polls prepared that day. They had the mailers that we put out, um, and they knew who they were voting for before um, they got inside. So I think it was a clear message that the citizens of this, this area are, are looking for change.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I want to tell my listeners um, it's no secret. I served as a somewhat of an advisor to the candidates running for this city council seat. Um, I worked the polls that morning. I've been in politics for over 20 years. I've never seen so many voters come with a clear indication of a mailer saying, this is who I'm voting for and this is who I'm going to write in. Um, I would say by 9 in the morning, I had the inclination that a landslide was on. I've never seen so many people. I assume that's how you felt? Pat I know you were working the polls.
2: Yeah I was working the polls and and most everybody brought their card in with them. I kind of knew the Saturday before I went over in Third Ward and and walked the streets and talked to people and you know passed out another card and stuff like that. I mean I I probably hit I probably talked to maybe 200 homes okay four of them said they already voted for us okay with mail-in and everybody that i ran into was very happy and and you know glad we were running and we're going to vote for us so i kind of knew saturday i mean i knew i I figured saturday we were going to win just by the response i got right um very few negative responses okay it was all positive in our direction so i was i kind of knew then
0: speaking of this positivity As we've seen these results, you are presumably the next mayor. We don't want to presume that, but, I mean, assuming you win in November. Sure. What do you think needs to happen? There seems to be a lot. Let's just get it out of the way. There's a lot going on in this city right now. There's an investigation. There are people... Taxpayers seem to be very upset, and rightfully so, that something isn't right. What does uh, future Mayor
2: Pat Riesinger say needs to happen? I think the biggest thing is you have to realize that, you know, as mayor, I work for all the citizens in Dubois, you know, and I feel respons- I'll feel i feel responsible to them. If Come to my meeting, ask a question, I'm going to answer it. If I don't know the answer, there's a lot of people around me, police chief and um city manager, there'll be a lot of people around that can answer, but I'll let them answer that question. And if we don't know the answer, we're going to find out. If it's a, some kind of a personal question, I'll find out, call them the next day or the day after. If it's just a general thing, we'll wait till the next council meeting and we'll answer that question at that time. But everybody has a right to come and ask any question they want to. And all the, all the minutes will be on the, interne- on the website, um, agendas will be on the website, anything legally we're allowed to put on the website we're going to do so you don't need to wait for an article it'll be there as soon as as soon as possible and you have a right to see the budget and you have a right to know if on July 1st if we're at 50% of our budget or we're over or we're under you have that right it's your money
0: right so I'm gonna guess that it has been said our current solicitor I think maybe in haste she said uh, actually she said it to Jennifer Jackson you don't have a right to ask questions you have a right to comment you're saying that people absolutely have a right to question City Council
2: yes I, I like they can't expect a question, an answer right then you know depend on a question an answer right that night and stuff like that because there's gonna be things we need to research but yeah you have a it, it's your city you have a right, right to know what's going on and I'll tell you what if, if I'm mayor after three to six months i want to make sure there's 50 people in those seats so i i expect the citizens to keep government honest by coming to the meetings and asking questions if there's nobody there that's when things could go awry so so i expect citizens to be at the meetings
0: yes and jennifer i want to get your thoughts on that if we can too i know that you've been told it was i was at that meeting um you were told you couldn't ask questions but you have been asking questions and so have citizens across the city
1: yes um i think it's time that the taxpayers are speaking up um you know maybe they were a little lax in their oversight but i'm a question asker and i think knowing the fact that they're not seeing budgets um at meetings we're not seeing actual invoices paid there's a lot of questions and i think pat said it correctly the taxpayers need to also be at these meetings um we want input from the citizens it's not a select few that want to run the city um we want a a community in this area
0: yes and i've admitted even on this show uh I hadn't been to a city council meeting I bet 20 plus years. It was actually an assignment in college at Penn State Dubois for me to go to a meeting. I actually, now that I've attended some, very important that people get involved. Very important that they ask our elected officials what they're doing. I know you're welcoming it, but Will you always welcome it? I mean, it's it's easy to say it. I mean,
1: I used to go to council meetings. (laughs) I own a business downtown. I've been down here for 30 years and I used to go to council meetings and it was just kind of odd to watch because you would go in and everything was already done behind the scenes. There was really no information coming out at these meetings. Um right. I I've questioned that for years. When you went to a council meeting, everything was already done. There was really no information coming out at these meetings. Right, it
0: seems very scripted. The first Exactly. The first city me- uh, city council meeting I went to, I think it was done yes. my mom said in like 23 minutes because she happened to be at the meeting as well. Don't quote me on the time, but it wasn't very long, and it seemed like you're reading right off of a piece of paper as to who's going to do what and when,
1: Yes. and
0: it seemed scripted to me.
2: Yeah.
0: Mayor, are your meetings going to be scripted?
2: <laughs> no, I don't script too much. <laughs> <laughs> I do write a few notes to, to, to remember things. Uh, you know, the funny thing is I've been on redevelopment in the city of Dubois for 24 years. A few years ago, I went to one of the meetings, the council meetings, and I asked if the minutes to the council meetings can be put on you know on the website and I was told by the present mayor that we don't need to do that we're transparent well so I've had that thought for many years right and yeah, I'm that's.
0: gonna guess your idea of transparency is a little different <laughs> yeah
2: yeah they should they should look up the word transparency in a dictionary um. <laughs> fair enough <laughs>
0: Speaking of transparency, um, there is a situation in the city. Um, I think you both are familiar with the fact that Spotlight uh, has written an article, and I'd like to get your thoughts on this article. So there are a couple of pieces I'm going to pull out of this article that I definitely want to get your thoughts on. Um, One is, I'm just going to get it out of the way, because this is the big, I think, the big elephant in the room. 93,000 nine hundred twenty dollars in cash shows up at the city building our solicitor tony cherry brings it and what they say a cardboard box and packaged in a gift bag she hands it to our acting city manager chris nasuti and our chief of police blaine clark is that an issue yes
1: yes (laughs) (laughs) that that's that's a big issue um you know, and we have heard so many conflicting stories we have since this has come out and I want and- to
0: ask you about that, and i so don't mind me interrupting you, and you can please yep. feel free to answer this uh Jennifer. It seems now I know you asked at a city council meeting about this money being missing from the United Way Building since December. Mm-hmm. We're now getting a different what appears to be a different version from Miss Cherry, where she says. She left a voicemail to CJ Zwick, who would be the solicitor of the United Way. That's in this article. She left it on March 28th. That means six weeks. Let's go with that version. Where was this money for six weeks? And is that an issue? Yes.
1: Yeah. We have quite a few issues with this whole one where, so one, why are we dealing in cash? First off, you know, these are businesses that we shouldn't be dealing in cash. Um there's number 1. Number 2, we do have so many conflicting issues with the timeline. Right. Um you know, when did she order this money be taken from the United Way office and why? And then the fact that she held on to it for so long and then all of a sudden it appears in the city building. Um you know, honestly, if that was any other job, I would think when you walk into the office with 93000 in cash, I don't know that you'd still be employed afterwards.
0: Well, I agree with you, and I always keep saying $93,000. we are actually about 94000 looks like $80 short of uh, 94000 in cash. I would almost laugh, but it's really sad and serious. This is a, why do we have money over at the United Way building that all of a sudden some people in the city, uh, city officials seem to know we have, but no one else was looking for this money. They knew it was there. I think it's rather confusing. Uh, Pat, if you can weigh in on this, um, I, I just need to ask, an issue should some people maybe think about resigning at this point?
2: Of course, that's up to them, and they're going to fight for their, what they're doing, um, and they obviously have a reason to stay there to clear let's say clear things up right okay Um, but yeah that type of misappropriation of funds is unacceptable I mean it it, they should just step down and let um, somebody fill those positions they can the city needs to be I mean consolidations coming in uh, What two and a half years right Sandy Township deserves a city that is in good financial shape has all the audits in place, is 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 somebody they want to partner with. I mean, they're gonna to have to anyways, but they deserve, and the city of Dubois, the citizens of the city of Dubois, they deserve to know that their government's run correctly and that their money is spent in the most efficient manner that it can be.
0: I would agree. Jennifer, do you want to add anything to that or? I do um, have a follow-up question.
1: No, I just, I mean, the whole sense of it, um, I guess, you know, we're wondering at this point, for me, is who council is working for? Um, Is it the taxpayers? Is it for Tony Cherry, um, the solicitor? There's just so many conflicting issues is, who's at this point, we gotta remember through all of this, the city is a victim. The city is the victim here. Um, There's been misappropriation of funds, um, and we need to keep that in mind that w- the the community as a whole is a victim and we need some sort of answers. But it's time that, you know, people step up to the plate and do what's right by us, the taxpayers.
0: I would completely agree with that, Pat. I'm sure you agree with that. Um, let's just take a break. And when we come back, uh, believe it or not, we're going to be finished here in just a few minutes. All right. Contact on Connect FM has brought you in part- Part by Lifespan. I'm sorry, Pat, but that made me laugh. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by Lifespan Family Services, located in the Dubois Mall for local adoption and foster care services. Each day in Pennsylvania, there's at least 15,000 children taken from their homes due to abuse or neglect. Foster parents provide homes to these needy children. Lifespan Family Services trains, supports, and compensates foster parents to address this problem. Call Lifespan Family Services today at 375-1314 or drop in at the Dubois Mall or at Lane Avenue in Punxsutawney. Lifespan Family Services, helping people help children every day three, seven, five, one, three, one, four. Welcome back to contact on connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement, having a great conversation with the victorious winners of a writing campaign for Dubois city council and mayor with uh, Pat Reesinger and Jennifer Jackson. Unfortunately, Elliot Gelfand is out of town and unable to join us, but we're having a very good conversation and getting their thoughts on some of the issues facing us and what needs to be done to move the city forward. I know I left you with a tougher question, but I want to follow up on two things. Uh, we have mentioned um, the acting city manager, Chris Nasuti. I've said on this show that I feel like he's got an extremely tough job. Um, very honest person. He is smart. I have said on my Facebook posts and social media that he's up for the challenge. Am I wrong? Mayor, do you have full, Um, keep calling you mayor. You're not mayor yet, but you probably will be uh, elected in November. Do you have full confidence in Chris Nassuti? 100%
2: I've I've, uh, refurbished a building in town, uh, brought two blighted properties back to the tax roll. Um, Chris Nasuti and uh, Zach have helped me with those. So I've dealt with both of them. Zach Lawhead has helped me through that. I find him extremely honest and fair and friendly. And Chris Nasuti, I find very honest. He's helped me Um, before I, you know, before I was a candidate or anything, I guess I was nobody. He he was still very nice to me, helped me out. Um, He's very honest. He's extremely smart. And he has the education, the correct education to be city manager okay right which so is a big deal I, I hope for the world that he can stick this out for the next until January and be still be part of the city it would be a shame if he wasn't um, he needs and I would I don't know if I have that right but I would let him be city engineer I would let him be city manager he, I believe in him 100% he could do whatever he wants he's the kind of man we need in that position
0: Jennifer if I can get your thoughts do you have full confidence in Chris the city? absolutely you realize what
1: he has been brought into um, the middle of a situation that he never thought um, having a job as city engineer Um, you know I read in one of the articles about the budget and audits you know they didn't realize you know Chris people didn't realize even with those audits you're not looking for certain things. Now, Chris, we're looking, you know, for things that weren't supposed to go where they were. His job, absolutely. I mean, he has his hands full, um, but I have a lot of faith in Chris. Um, I hope he sticks with us. Um, The citizens of Dubois need Chris Nasuti.
0: Yeah, no one asked my opinion because it doesn't matter, but I'll say it. Uh, Chris Nasuti is up for this job. He's up for this moment needs to remain our acting city manager uh, for the good of the city and the good of the people because I think, as you all have alluded to, we need to get to the bottom of this. There's gonna, the investigation continues. There is a court date set. A judge has been named, but we don't know the date yet. Um, those things will work itself out, but in the meantime, the city has to move forward. I think at this time, it's best with Chris Nasuti.
1: Oh, completely agreed. Um, I hope that... Uh Council also realizes that Chris Nisuti,
0: um,
1: we need him now more than ever. Um, he has a job to do, and he's bringing a lot of people.
0: Yes. I want to get your thoughts on something else that was said in this article, if you don't mind. Spotlight appears to have called a Carol Rowland, and I'm paraphrasing, but they went on to say, your auditors aren't there to find problems; It's not their job to go digging and doing forensic audits to make sure that things aren't being done illegally. They make observations, they make findings. The power comes from the council people elected to look at the audit report and understand that audit report and take positive steps to implement recommendations and findings. Carroll goes on to say that the city did not take corrective action after its audits highlighted potential problem signals, quote, quote, a breakdown with the city government concerning to both of
2: you right. sure is to me the, the city uses uh, what's known as a cash basis form of accounting so that means if you have a pile of bills sitting on a table and they aren't paid okay they're not in a budget yet okay the, uh, Sandy Township uses something called uh, an accrual method. It's a um, modified accrual method, okay? Which means as soon as you get a bill, you enter it in your system, okay? As soon as you get money, you enter it in your system. So when you get a report, it's a true report of all your bills do, it, it, it helps your budget. I don't see how you can do a budget on a cash basis. Um, that's one of the things I would change too, is I would wanna go, and the township already uses it, so when we merge, if we both have the same accounting, it's just gonna merge so much faster and easier it needs to that needs to change that and and to the fact that the, every year they said there was there was things that needed to be changed, why not change them? Sure, right. it might have cost some money, but it, it, it's a it's a twenty two million dollar business. You need to keep track of that money.
0: absolutely. Um, I know we're short on time, but Jennifer, I wanted to ask you one particular question. I know that uh, you have been I'll just say it attacked. Uh, personally, by people. You've addressed that in some of your videos. You addressed it during the campaign. It still seems to continue to go on. I know I'm being attacked. I'm not even on the ballot, but I certainly supported the candidates running. Is there a place for this? And if, if it is a city council person doing this, should they be censured? Should they be asked to resign? Absolutely.
1: Um, never did I think when I was running that this, um, would be the type of politics, you know, when they go low, you go high, um, and you're trying, but when it gets personal, um, you know, and it involves your family, um, it is really, it's hard. And I just, if this is what's happening now, why are they doing that? It is so easy. The, the citizens spoke. They want change. Your term is just about up. If you can't do that, then it, you do need to be censured. Absolutely. If it's coming
0: from council. Right. I, I think there's something wrong when residents uh, get attacked. I'm not on the ballot, but they seem to come after me. Uh, Mayor, uh, we have about, uh, Mayor to be, <laughs> we have about less than two minutes left. I wanted to get your thoughts. Uh, city needs to move forward. There's going to be a time of healing for this community, of bringing it back together. It has been fractured. This investigation is pulling this city apart. I think that it's clear that City Council is abdicating some of its responsibilities that they could step up to to help end some of this sooner rather than later. But in your opinion, uh, Pat, how do we move forward? How do we heal the city?
2: I don't think the city's in that much trouble. Um, uh, we have good city workers, all of them uh fire department, police department schools we have a great city right It was really just a few a few people that are gonna be gone, so uh, I think we'll move forward very quickly and it'll be it'll work,
0: yeah, we are a resilient community there's no doubt we're a strong, resilient community. It just seems that. People definitely want to move forward and get this behind us. Um, They sent a strong, clear message that they
2: want that. Not that we can forget about the past. That needs to be cleared up.
0: Right, and I believe it will be. Um, I want to congratulate you and Jennifer and Elliot on a huge victory, and I just want to thank you both for coming in and taking in some of these harder questions. But uh, we appreciate your time, and we wish you all the best.
1: Thank you.